Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Did We Know Them? We're on episode 30! Episode 30! Woo! This isn't fair! I wanted to surprise you. I wanted to surprise you. She didn't know I was going to do that. I had a bottle of Prosecco in the fridge just begging Look to be Look at you. Popped. I'm going to make it a mimosa, though. I'm not going to lie. I don't really I like should have gotten. Well, I like, guess I like Prosecco. We were supposed to do this for episode 20, right? We were supposed to have cake. There was another episode that we were supposed to celebrate, but then we didn't. How much... Orange juice do you guys think is appropriate for a mimosa? I feel like that, right? Anyway, episode 30, what a milestone. Oh yeah, I'm Lily, by the way, and this is Jesse. Hi, I'm Jesse. Um, and we've been here for 30 episodes. And 30 consecutive episodes. No missed weeks. Right? We almost missed last week. You can thank Lily for there being an episode. Oh, we did not almost miss last week. I didn't well, want to post it because I was like, we're gonna get canceled. And I don't know why. Like we didn't have like a really hot take. That's what you always say, but I feel like, we, I feel like we're I getting a little too comfortable. Takes. We're like the bull out of the cage now. We don't give a fuck anymore and we just say, if you compare us to the first episode, like we were so timid, so careful with everything we would say. Now we don't give a fuck. Yeah, you defended the Ace family. But that was because I'm very easily influenced and Ethan Klein kind of swayed me on that one. There was a, actually a new comment on that recently and it's like, you can tell how annoyed Jessie's getting at Lily because of her biased opinion. I'm like, what? I don't really have a bias against the Ace family. <laughs> I mean, they're annoying. Like sometimes we may seem very passionate, but I promise you like, it's not that serious. Like we've, we don't really care. We finished yeah. filming. We're like, all right, Lily, bye. <laughs> we're not very invested. I mean, there's some drama, of course, that's like pisses us off, like in the moment or something, but that's about it. Which actually today we have some topics that oh. are going to piss us off. Are, like, I feel like there's a few. We do. We do. But I can confidently say I've never, like, we've never had like a disagreement that I'm like, oh can't believe Jesse fucking oh, said that. Oh, never. Are actually, if anything, we actually like when we like disagree with each other because we're like, oh, that provides more like contrast in the episode. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, mimosas taste way better at like 11 in the morning. I prefer it with more orange juice, to be honest. Okay. But I just like orange You're juice. Right. You're I, right. Then I just drink more mimosas. I want it to be hardcore, but it's not in me. I'm almost 30, guys. No offense, Lily. <sighs> 32 it's really sad you guys <laughs> anyway um yeah so t today um topics there were so many um th should we do the the f fast ones yeah first sure so um first off andrew tate oh come on first andrew tate I that's mean, how you want to set the mood. It's good news. Um, but oh. oh, right, right. When he was originally arrested, detained, whatever, it was originally for 24 hours. Someone petitioned for it to be extended to 30 days. Meanwhile, his lawyer starts appealing it and tries to get him out. The appeal was denied and his 30-day detainment has been extended. I don't know how long, but it's going to be longer. <sighs> And guess what um, him and his brother, uh, who also his is extended as well, I assume. Um, guess what one of their reasonings for needing to be let out is? Hmm. I can't even imagine. What? To take care of their children that they have in Romania. Andrew Tate's children? Uh-huh. They both have children, apparently. Oh, he spawned. He spread his seed into this world. I've seen clips of no him talking the about the potential of him having children. And he said that he wouldn't make it public because he knows that people would. Oh, well, I mean, period. That That's at least. So great. it makes sense. But the fact that it came out now because he's using it as like a, I need to get it. Okay. You seem really, I mean, I guess I don't know his life, but like it, he doesn't seem particularly busy fathering children. And I also don't know if he knows this, but there's a lot of people in prison who have kids <sighs> that they need to get to. And uh, sorry, you can't. That's kind of how this whole thing works. That's kind of funny. It's like, I need to get out early. I need to go see my kids. This isn't fucking work. Like, well, do you want to know what one of the funniest parts is? Is that his whole like mantra and like lifestyle and everything is based off his dad, like not being around when he was young and how basically that like you don't need your dad. And I'm like, oh, but you need to go father your kid. What about Damn. everything you said? Andrew Tate with an absent father. I don't want to be like horrible, but... Could have called that one. You don't need a crystal ball to see that. This is the man that doesn't believe in mental health either. <laughs> it pissed me off because last time when he was arrested, we had already filmed. So it was an update that Lily did like a voiceover <laughs> for. And it pissed me off because I'm like, this is too fucking good. And we didn't get to talk about it. Like, are you kidding me? The pizza box, Greta Thunberg? Or I as know. Ethan calls uh, her, Greta Thumb in my ass. Thumb in your assberg, I think is what he called her. And then the fact that like right before I was like done with the update and I was like, you know, I should probably Google on whether that pizza box thing is legit because it doesn't it? sound like it is. And it wasn't. 
What? You didn't even watch the full fucking update. Yes, I did. Did you say that it wasn't legit? You said, I don't even know if this is legit. Yeah, and then at the end of it, I was like, there's an update to my update. It had nothing to do with it. It was a coincidence, and Greta's just taking credit for it anyway. Did I <laughs> Which not remember I that? Because I watched I the fun. whole fucking thing. Yeah, well, it's there. I'm actually concerned for my mental state. But anyway, that sucks. That pisses me off. Yeah, well, so it's like, so it was funny, but it wasn't true. I told at least five people that. So screw him and have fun in jail. Weirdo. Honestly, the most alarming part is the clips I've seen of some of the people reacting to it. Like guys, basically, that are all like, oh yeah, the Matrix got him, blah, blah, which is still like the stupidest shit even I've mean? ever heard. Is that a QAnon thing? No, that's, I was like, is it like the Illuminati? Is it like, what? Yeah. Are we just rebranding? I don't understand. And um, I've seen a lot of people now on Twitter after Logan actually just tweeted that the Matrix is the reason for his downfall right now, which... I yeah. find funny because mm -hmm. I'm like, so is the Gentle Barn and CoffeeZilla, are they in the Matrix? Yeah, they're they're the ones who run it. Cool, got it. I think it's just like, they, they just like all have this alpha male lingo that like gets them out of things and they just stick to it. Well, so the fact that they all like believe weird conspiracy theories is alarming enough. But what was the most like jarring is, I don't remember which one I was watching. There was something with Sneeko that was really- I hate that like, guy. Like it was so infuriating. And then there was something um, with Aiden Ross and some of the Nelk I boys. I saw that. That it was like, first of all, the fact that Andrew Tate has like admitted to multiple outlets and like on video, he like describes sex trafficking and human trafficking. Like he describes the definition of it and is like, that is what I did. A hundred percent. He has said and like admitted there. I mean, Ethan just posted a video about this like days ago. He's on camera. It's Andrew Tate. It's not a deep fake. Literally saying that like he gets girls to fall in love with him. He like charms them and then says, get to work, bitch. I was reading, I was watching some YouTube videos like financial advice and we're talking about assets, liabilities, etc. And I'm writing down all my assets and I'm trying to work out what I have that's worth money. And the only thing I wrote down, because I had a car, but what's that worth? Nothing. The only thing I had was because I've been fighting all around the world, I had these six girlfriends, right? Because you win the world title, you fuck a ring girl. She falls in love with you. You're the big millionaire in London, of course. She thinks she thinks you're living the balling life. You're in some tiny, <laughs> tiny apartment the door lock. Thought, well, I can't open a strip club. It costs money to open a strip club. And I'm kind of racking my brain. And by absolute coincidence, I'm going around the internet. I saw in the corner, talk to live girls now. So that, that was the very beginning. That was a eureka moment. I walked into my, my brother's bedroom and I said, we're gonna start a webcam company. Remember just the early days of the internet, like dial up. Like she was sitting there like with her clothes on, like moving like this. Like, <laughs> I was like, that makes money? So the beginning of it was I messaged my six girlfriends. So I messaged all my girlfriends. I have five of them. So I messaged all five of my girlfriends, told them I had a job for them, explained them what I was gonna do, I was gonna launch this company, and told them they're all coming to live with me and I had a job for them. I was like, look, you're, you're moving to London. I've decided we need to be together, come to London, blah blah. Uh, two of them wouldn't come, four of them agreed. Text all five, said you're all coming here to live with me and work with me. These five girls are coming in thinking they're my girlfriend. So the four girls flew in, long story short, three left, two stayed. Then I thought, I know I need some more chicks. And that was kind of the beginning of, of the cam empire. And it just grew and grew and grew. And it got to the point where at one point I had 75 women working for me in four locations. I mean, don't forget, my, my girls were making us money too. Don't forget. <laughs> I was just saying, wait, I was just one. <laughs> same with my B, I'll be like, well, you lost all the money in the casino. No, 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 no. I was doing the exact same thing, just for the record. Interesting thing about it was, these girls were so inept from a business perspective. Like, they were very beautiful, and they're nice girls. I can't say anything bad about them, but they were not. Women do not have a business mind. The other thing I learned from doing this business, I learned something about women. They are intrinsically, I don't want to use the word lazy, but I will. They, they have no they have no interest in world conquest. They want to be comfortable. If you show a woman how to make a thousand dollars an hour, she'll think, I can, work a thousand, I can work two hours a week. If you show a man how to make a thousand dollars an hour, he'll think, I can make eighteen thousand dollars a day. They, they're lazy about it. They're yeah. like, give me enough for food and rent. Can't be bothered. Lazy. They're lazy. How so, much would you give them? My best girl would do about $40,000 a month, and I, I give her a thousand dollars a week. <laughs> but pimps have a very, very important role in the whole industry. And overall, all we do is provide motivational support. I have recruited, I think, although you've worked with a lot more girls into, I guess, the adult entertainment industry than anyone else. I really have. And the one type of girl I couldn't recruit, girls with rich parents. And this is the thing that's interesting about it, because when people hear this story and they say like a pimp, etc., people imagine me to be this exploitive, horrible, evil man, which is absolutely and utterly the complete opposite. The temptation is certainly there if, if they're not completely and utterly financially independent or financially secure. If they're completely financially secure, it's more difficult to, to try and move them into those kind of industries. Yeah, that's, that's the story yeah, of the well, webcam well, business. That's well, kind of what it is. And that's one of the reasons why I retired. I, I'm back now because I'm, I'm a violent individual by nature. That's sex trafficking, actually. So I literally, Sir? I'm watching something where someone presented that, and I think it was Sneeko responding, and he goes, what about that's breaking the law? Well, he has a rock. And then they like start brain, to explain so. it, and he goes, so it's illegal to make girls fall in love with you? And I'm like, oh my God. The They're Romanian accusing police of manipulating them with love. Like these girls fall in love with them, and then they don't know how to leave, and they're just kind of confused and manipulated by love. Sure. So one, that would already be illegal. But two, I'm almost positive it's, that it's the press illegal release to make girls fall in love with you for the express purpose of bringing them back to another country to make them work as cam girls. Yes, it's called sex trafficking. That's not sex yeah. trafficking. That's called pimping. Yes.
Oh, you never had a girl fall in love okay. with you? And the guy goes, if you're going to then coerce them into becoming sex workers and take their money, because then there's also quotes from Andrew Tate saying that they like didn't report all of the income or something about like taxes, that the girls should have been making more money than they were. Because Sneeko's thing is like, well, they were getting paid. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> this is like being an OnlyFans pimp. This is a no. common thing and nowadays. An OnlyFans Every pimp? Bro, when you're flying women to other countries to put them in a basement to work for you, that's fucking sex trafficking. Okay, you what do you think sex you trafficking think is? Women, do you think these women were there, like, flew there unwillingly, or do they actually love? They didn't fly there to work fucking OnlyFans. That's why he bragged about the fact that none of them had a history in the adult entertainment business. Okay, so these girls were, how did they get there? Do you think some guy, some big bodyguard, these security guards that you're talking about was sitting next to them on the plane with a bag over their head? No, he probably flew them there will? because they thought that he loved them. Oh. But he did it under false pretenses. Why okay. are you going, oh. Oh, that's so sex not, trafficking, that's my dude. Violence. That's probably also what like pimps think. You know, it's that's like, well, you're getting everything money. Everything they're describing, I'm like, he's their pimp. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. It doesn't matter if he made the like that. Oh my god! And that there's this whole lover boy. Like that is a method of sex trafficking. That is a documented thing. And that is what Andrew Tate describes himself doing. There's also a video of Bradley Martin, you know, the like gym guy or whatever. That's the one I watch. It's him, Aiden Ross, a no boy. It's just and such a struggle to see him like try so hard to put just an ounce of common sense in their little pea brains and it doesn't fit. Like it's so, so frustrating to watch. So yeah, so know. this is the thing. I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently Tate had a website in which he wrote out like what he was doing like, and it was, I think it was almost in like a self-help version to like teach guys how to almost in a sense, get girls. There's this thing that says, my job was to get women to fall in love with me. Like this is a screenshot from the, a website. I don't know if this was his website. He said, literally that was my job. My job was to meet a girl, go on a few days, sleep with her, test if she's quality, get her to fall in love with me to where she'd do anything I'd say and then get her on a webcam so we could be rich together. Whether you agree or disagree with what I did, their loyalty, submission, and love for me doesn't matter. You cannot reject the results and the results are simple. My girlfriends would do more for me than 99% of men's wives would do for them. So I don't know if this was on his actual site or not. Well, real quick, what's what's wrong with that at their legal age i was looking into this last night and like i don't know enough about sex trafficking i don't know enough about this to even speak on as like a professional i'm not in that like realm but apparently it's a type of sex sex trafficking called like lover boy whereas like you get girls you convince them to want to work with you you do know a lot about this though it yeah seems i was like. i was looking into it last night <laughs> yeah, no, doing his research. Well, oh, yeah. because i knew we we're gonna come on this podcast and talk about this today and i didn't want it to be like a weird a weird thing so apparently it is a form of sex trafficking which is like you're getting a girl to fall in love with you all i'm saying is if what he put on his website right there is actually true then like it's a mission it's self-emission to like doing that it's not even like they think they're being misogynistic it's just like They're what just they dumb. think. They would all like get serious for a sec because they didn't like want to say anything too defensive of Andrew Tate. They're like, yeah, well, I guess we'll just like have to wait and see. And then they all kind of take a beat. And then it's like, dude, he was so funny on your stream though. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh my God, what are you? What is going on? You just, just don't gonna, know. Like Kyle just said, don't know. Yeah, we just don't know. The internet is happens, so weird, right? bro. Like you yeah. just literally have no idea what's what's going on. Like I literally thought he was released at one point. You know, they're saying like you said, money laundering. We just gotta wait and see, bro. Yeah, it's just it's such well, a weird spot. Let's talk about your trip in Dubai too, because I I gotta tell you, bro, that your stream with Tate was I watched the whole thing was probably the funniest stream I've ever. You seen. You and Tate Dude. are very funny it's together. It's insane, bro. It's, it's hilarious. Good, it's a fucking funny. Duo. I love I love the dynamic duo we have. The chemistry is great, bro. It's I don't know if it's because of massage or because they're so painfully dumb. You I've know? never it's seen maybe people a mixture. so, just so easily, I mean, Andrew Tate's not an artist, but it's like separating art from the artist. They have no problem doing that. My question is, have you seen, very important, um, not at all a, a random tangent I want to go on, but have you seen Aiden Ross trying to pronounce fascism? I literally made Megan watch that today. And <laughs> I was like, it's it so is good. the most absurd clip I've ever seen because it's like, oh, wow. And then I've seen more clips of him recently. And it's like, how does he like survive daily basis? That's the thing is like, I know a portion of it is a caricature that or like a thing he's doing to like play a character online. Yeah, I know that for yeah. a fact because he he's known for like picking his boogers and like doing like things that are you know people are going to comment on. So I get that, but he's also really dumb. You could see it. You could feel it in your spirit. You can watch the <laughs> gears turning in his brain or they're like they're attempting <laughs> to but they're going <laughs> to this 
two brain cells are rubbing together like cavemen and rocks. The fascism one is hard to watch. What does he say to it? How does he pronounce it? Which word? He pronounces every single thing wrong. Aiden Ross, fascist. Hold on. Fascist, you mean? What does a fascist mean? Um, it means you are a far right authorization on you on ultra ultra Oh my God! Ultra analyst, anal, analyst, political ideology movement characterized by dictator leadership, centralized autocracy, militarism, for, forcible suppression, suppression of opposition. So I don't know what that means, bro. I swear to God. I don't know what the fuck. I'm Can you we just look at how nice his house is and how rich he is and just all That's take a moment? That's the thing. It's like I sit there and I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> I know people say that all the time about everyone. It's like, how did that person get famous? They didn't. I mean, yeah. But genuinely, really? I'm asking how did this happen? <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I get how he could be seen as funny to, like, maybe 15-year-old boys or something. You know what I mean? Like, I maybe think that's his appeal. I was going to say maybe girls find him attractive, but even oh, then, no, he's so dumb that I don't, that can't I don't think be so. the case. Come on, women. If you find him attractive, you need to stand up. Okay. And he's Please. bald now. <gasps> oh, right. He shaved his head for Andrew Tate. Yeah. And that's the thing. He talks about how, like, Andrew Tate, like, changed his life and, like, how he's, like, going to the gym all the time now. And I'm just like, you needed Andrew Tate to tell you that? Oh my God, I hate it so much. I didn't know who Aiden Ross was before a few months ago. And I'm like so mad that I do. No. Yeah, I knew who he was because of Ethan. That's the thing. It's like, I've never gone to Aiden Ross's channel. I don't know why I've seen these clips. It's probably random H3 things and then other people talking about it. By the way, if you don't know, um, he was like a part of that like whole gambling Twitch situation where he was like knowingly doing like gambling schemes and like uh promoting gambling schemes i should say he probably didn't even know it was gambling <laughs> he did well he did sound really dumb on the h3 podcast he went on h3 yeah so ethan confronted him about it literally told him like bro you can't do that aiden said like okay i'm gonna do this last deal and then like i'm done and then just like never stopped it was so stupid and now he publicly calls ethan klein a fat fuck and calls Ela ugly so love him. He's a great guy. Uh, yeah. So sorry, guys. Aiden times. was absolutely not supposed to be a topic. Um, no. I don't know. I feel like I've been subjected to a lot of clips of him recently. Maybe we seem irrationally angry about Aiden Ross to some people, but this is not a safe space for Aiden Ross. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't care. <laughs> okay, what's next? Um, I feel like it's so stupid, but do we want to do the Scar Girl, the fake Scar Girl on TikTok? I don't know. Is it recent or did we just discover it? No, it is recent because it was all over my For You page. And then I spent like almost an entire fucking night. I was up to like one in the morning. Oh God, absolutely. That girl's Let's page. do it, please. <laughs> I took out like my uh, protractor and I was like trying to <laughs> see the, the sizes and the angles of her scar and... I don't even know what the fuck to think. We have to say before we even say anything, this is like a high school kid. Oh, is she? She looks super young. She looks and talks like a 16-year-old girl. Like, there's no way she's older than that. I mean, she might be, but I don't know. She's very young. Uh, maybe we should check, because if she's like a child, let's not. She seems like a high school kid to me. I'm not sure, but what I will say is that I have nothing like bad to say about her regardless. Like it's not like a... I don't really care if you're faking a scar to be honest. Yeah, I guess. Same. <laughs> like it's not that deep, but it is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, what's super weird is that TikTok has kind of become obsessed with this girl's scar. So she got a scar. Do you know what she got it from? Because it was like last I, I, year. No, I know nothing. I haven't actually looked into it. It started off as like a deep cut on her face. It was like a light pink like a year ago. Like it was like a cut and then it's, it turned it into a light pink. It starts as like a bloody like wound. Exactly. Then it healed like you would think a scar would heal. And then all of a sudden it's brown. It heals exactly like um, I when I was I must have been in like seven grade maybe we had um a pool in a spa and i was always explicitly told not to touch the spa heater because it was a like old school one so the whole thing got really hot and you had to like lean and like turn a knob and stuff and i was really small so obviously i didn't listen and i was out there alone and i was like i'll just go turn it off myself well i had to like lean against the house to like lean next to it to turn a knob. And I leaned this shoulder, which uh, it's gone 
totally now, but I had a scar or I had a burn that I got from it because I leaned against like a hot metal like structure around the heater. And it was like from here to here and it healed exactly how her alleged scar looks as it's gotten like darker because it almost is like kind of like a brown because it was burned. Okay. There's a few weird things and I get it like that people are confused. That people say that like it looks different in every video. I the video you have up right now. It look it's brown. Okay, yes, but what this video in particular, the reason why this was like one of the main things that like this is so dumb, I'm aware. But this got people really riled up because she has a pack of makeup wipes. First of all, the makeup wipes look like puffy kind of, like it's not like a flat pack of makeup wipes and when she takes it out, it's obviously a dry tissue she had stuffed like a paper towel kind of in the that is not a makeup wipe it is not wet yeah so her whole point was like let me rub this on my scar and show you guys that my scar is real but she chose a dry tissue so that was the only thing i'm gonna be 100 honest that i was like what the fuck that's super weird also if you had nothing to that you were trying to like not like touch too hard or something why does she need to, like, she's very clearly looking in the mirror to use the makeup wipe. Why would you need to do that? You would literally, she could just be looking at the camera and wiping her face, but she like very explicitly hmm, each time she uses it because she doesn't want to like mess up any of the scar makeup. Okay, she says it's brown because she chemically burned the scar. So now it's, it is a burn essentially. So it's interesting that you said your burn healed that way because she does say that this turned into a burn. It was a scar that she chemically fucked up. Okay, so here's a picture of me pretty recently after it happened. Like it healed relatively quickly. It does look kind of similar to how hers is like, I was gonna say how hers is drawn on, but <laughs> It looks exactly like her scar, honestly. Like the shape and everything. But again, like I leaned against hot metal. That doesn't create the same, like that creates a different burn than a chemical burn. What does her life become that we're dissecting this? But if she had a wound that healed, and then you could see in this picture right here, it healed like you would think a wound on your face would heal, like obviously not perfectly. And then let's say you did something. That looks like she put eyeliner on her face. No, that to me looks like a fucking regular ass wound. Let's say then after that, you do a mistake like putting AHA or BHA acid on your face or something to like exfoliate. That could cause a chemical burn on something sensitive like scar tissue so i feel like it's likely now do it here's my hypothesis okay as someone who is a makeup enthusiast it doesn't make sense to me why she wouldn't cover it now just because here's the thing she's like zoomed in on it it does have texture i feel i would love to see a picture or a video that shows texture oh interesting i saw that one too and i felt like that showed that it was smeared Ooh, i hadn't seen this sorry guys sometimes when i'm watching these i'm literally just clicking random tiktoks and then i'm just like jumping around but i just clicked on one where i guess her friend or something is rubbing her scar and literally it rubs off what the fuck I think that she has a scar. I think that she did get a wound on her face, which is all the documentation she has. For some reason, and I'm not sure what that reason is, cause like she's zoomed in and you could see that it has some texture. You, I think she has a scar, but for some reason, I think she is accentuating it when she does her makeup. Rather than covering it, which I think most people would do, I'm not saying you have to cover a scar on your face if you wanna like it, be yeah. bold and like have it out. Who cares? Like that's empowering, I get it. But I do think that she highlights the scar with some sort of like eyebrow pencil or something. You literally, cause that's the thing, it's like, it's very brown. It is very brown, which again, if she did burn it, that makes sense. Until it heals though and scabs away hasn't it been like a year and it is like so much bigger and also i think some people have pointed out slightly different shapes and angles at certain points but i think that could be like if she's facing a different way or something that could happen the tissue thing like the dry tissue instead of a makeup wipe and the friend yeah. wiping off like smudging her face does those that's the most compelling evidence like before i was like oh, and that's so i dumb. feel like her looking in the mirror with the makeup wipes is like, like careful where you wipe it's very strategic it's giving florence by mills um what was it millie bobby brown and kylie jenner have both had situations where they were using their skincare products and they were like hovering over their face they're like wow this is yeah. so yeah, good yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm like, really? You couldn't just use it once? Literally. <laughs> if she's going to do a few things to like prove everyone wrong, like you could very easily just do a close up and show that's a real scar. An extended close up, not for like a second. There's so many ways that you could very easily prove that it's real and she doesn't. Instead, she like does these weird makeup wipe videos. If somebody was accusing me, I would literally just go and like rub the shit out of my face. I'd be like, fucking look. Yeah, yeah. like I, it would be very obvious to and easy to make it stop. So it seems like she's choosing not to do that. Yeah, and again, she's very young and there's people who do things like that. Like they'll like, let's say cover up a mole or something and then like paint it back on or things like that. There's people that do all sorts of things and I don't really give a fuck. Again, this is not like a cancelable offense. It's the dumbest it's so thing ever fucking that we're dumb. possibly talking but about. But you would be surprised how fucking big this got on TikTok. I mean, look at these views. 2.6 million views on the tissue video. On someone else's. Yeah, on someone else's. It wasn't even hers. So people are really into this on TikTok. So weird. My theory is that she maybe did have like a cut or something originally. Mm-hmm. And she got a lot of sympathy for it, maybe. Got a lot of, of positive attention and then it started to go away (laughs) and she wanted something to reel the people back in so then she started drawing it on instead it's like (laughs) when like in high school i don't know if you ever had this girl in your school but like when like there would be always a girl who would sprain her ankle or something and would come on crutches for like two weeks like it's that kind of vibe it's exactly that yes if it is entirely real and we're a hundred percent off i am so sorry Same. We take it all we back. We take it back at all. That's the thing I asked you. I was like, if she's in high school, we can't be talking about her. I mean, but we're not saying anything bad. And I don't think she's in high school. I think she's like 19. I mean, if it's real, again, my advice would be just like fucking show everyone actually like a, a, it wouldn't be that hard to prove. Who cares? Am I right? <laughs> Me after every topic. Yeah. Should we move on? Mm-hmm. I'm on my second mimosa, sister. Let's do it. Wait, I need another seltzer then. I haven't even finished this one. Shit. But yours are so fucking large. Or are those a regular size? Funny you ask. Today, when I went to go get my two tall boys, because the thing is, is I never finished either of them. I'm sorry. They're tall tall boys. Tall boys? Do not make me seem like the weird one here. (laughs) Google tall boy right now and the tall cans of beers will come I'm sure. But if I go to a liquor store and ask for tall boys, will they know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Oh. Hmm, interesting. Okay, I learned something new. I mean, I did go to ASU, so I was like very immersed in alcohol culture, you could say. But um, no, I'm pretty sure. Comment below. Everyone knows that, right? You guys know what tall boys are? All right. Anyway, what were you saying? You went to go get your tall boys. And I never usually every episode one, the last one, I fucking dropped it. But I never um, end up finishing them because I feel like I forget to drink them while we're talking and they get kind of warm and then I go get the other one. You need a tall boy Always koozie. Always feels like kind of a... I guarantee you I have a white claw in here since the beginning of the episode and then I switched to mimosa let me see cold as if I got it out of the fridge oh you're a bitch um <laughs> yeah, let me go grab one a koozie I put one in the freezer not again oh, that Lily was my, that was it was my phone not the I was about to say anyway I went to get my tall boys <laughs> mm-hmm. I realized that they had six packs of just strawberry lemonade which is Good. And in the small ones. Honestly, girl, power to you. And I know you you really like your Trulies, but those strawberry lemonades are foul. I wouldn't drink them if they were the last thing. It doesn't taste yes, like would. alcohol to me. So it, that I call it a win. Oh, because you have your alcohol allergy. I always forget. I've had a very complicated relationship with alcohol. So I'm like, if I can drink things that are kind of like soda, then yes. But to me, like I can do White Claw, but I cannot do Truly because they have that fake sugar taste. And I just can't fucks with the aspartame. You think that that's going to be a problem for me? Listen, I don't need healthy by any means, but I can taste stevia or something like that from a mile away. I just despise it. I think I probably just am like, my brain thinks that's just like the taste of alcohol. (laughs) One day we will get sponsored by Truly and I'm going to eat every word that I just said. <laughs> Funny you said that because um I just I don't remember what podcast it was but it was like a clip of it I passed on TikTok and they had like mic flags that were sponsored by Truly. I was like you bitches. Oh, I want those? That's possible? I mean, I would be such a hypocrite if I had a flag of Trulies. I'm not going to lie. Maybe we would just do you would do that because I, I can't be a hypocrite. I don't like them. Oh, well, I mean, I think, yeah, I, you would be like, it's sponsored by Truly, but then I would be the one being like, yeah. Right. And then I'd let you say how delicious it is, delicious it is while I just look at you like. Okay, so the next two topics are going to be um, updates on prior topics, as usual. Uh, Kind of, kind of, sort of, because I feel like this Logan Paul one is not so much an update on anything we've talked about, just more of an update on how shitty 
He is. Yeah. Um, he's not having a very good 2023 so far, you could say. It's what she deserves. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the Matrix has gotten to him as well. Matrix being himself and his matrix being um (laughs) consequences of his own actions hate those um apparently the people leading the matrix are the people from the gentle barn and (laughs) coffeezilla if you don't know what i'm talking about you haven't been on twitter because i feel like everyone's been discussing it logan paul's had a history of uh, not the best history in general with pets but this one was pretty bad because he i don't know when he first got this pig but it's about a pig that he got at one point her name was pearl and apparently when he got it it was supposed to be a mini pig plot twist it was not and it is huge i actually know someone who had this situation where they bought like a mini pig and then it grew up they still have it and they've had it for like five years as far as i'm concerned like those don't exist right like mini pigs and teacup pigs aren't really or if they are a thing they're extremely rare like there aren't pigs that just stay small that would have to be like a disability or something for a pig very not familiar with pig genealogy so i don't <laughs> feel confident i know me on neither, this. but i'm just <laughs> but uh <laughs> the whole situation is common like i feel like a lot of people buy pigs thinking they're teacup pigs mini pigs and then surprise they're humongous pigs now if you don't know anything about pigs what i do know from my vegan days is they're extremely smart they're extremely emotional you know very very aware of their surroundings they get attached to people around them things like that they're they're very very fucking smart and sentient beings right so logan paul gets this pig thinking that it's a teacup pig or a mini pig. He had Pearl for two years. He posts about it, being open about like, what the fuck, why is she getting so big? And, you know, uses her for content, whatever. Then he moves to Puerto Rico to evade taxes. (laughs) Who said that? According to Logan Paul, he um, gives the pig to a farmer or a rancher, okay? He responsibly, in his own words, Yeah, I was gonna say, should we play the clip? Yeah, oh. Please do. Okay, well, actually, so here, let's start with, here is the video that the rescue. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Called The Gentle Barn um, posted, and this is how everyone found out, because they didn't name Logan specifically, but Pearl has, like, distinctive markings, and then they had mentioned that it was, like, an influencer or something, and people were like, what influencer had a pig? And it's very easy then to compare pictures and see that it's the same one. It says, we got a call about a pig abandoned in a field, and they're taking it out of a truck. She was found with another pig who had passed away. It says she's lucky to still be alive. We were told she belonged to a famous YouTuber. So they did say YouTuber. And was irresponsibly rehomed. All we know for sure is she ended up abandoned and scared. Oh, she's so cute. With mangled ears. With mangled ears. And a broken heart. Oh, I lose my mind. Before we go any further, I want to throw out, I don't know if they specified why she had mangled ears, but apparently she was not the only pig that Logan had. I just found that out. Yeah, so he had two pigs. There was another one named Piggy Smalls. Hilarious, Logan. You should be a comedian. I don't know if um, Piggy Smalls ended up being huge too. I don't... Or if he was the one dead next to Pearl. Pictures. But then I read that that one got killed by a coyote. No. Which is great because he's had dogs and stuff. No, this as well. Because I know that he's had other animals killed by a coyote. But then I read something that said he got killed by a coyote, but it wasn't while he was with Logan. It was when it was like with this farmer. So I'm wondering, and it said there was a dead pig next to it. Were both of the pigs there? And did they get attacked by a coyote? And this one survived, but just came out with mangled ears. Oh my fucking God. That sounds very plausible. I literally, that is completely just my theory based on like very little research. But that totally sounds like it could be what happened, right? When anything like this happens, you're going to get a bunch of people looking into all your shit. Okay, so Logan Paul's history with the Matrix is yeah, it's the Matrix. He has been such an irresponsible, borderline lunatic of a fucking pet owner. And here's the thing: in Los Angeles, accidents happen. I know that people have had horrible incidents where their animals get attacked by coyotes, or one second they look away and the next their little dog gets snatched up or something. I understand that that happens, but he seems to have a lot of incidents with animals. It's not a one-time thing. His story with (laughs) Kong, which is his little Pomeranian that was literally beheaded by coyotes, is he left the dog 
in the yard. And he says he has an eight foot fence and it has spikes and it's all that shit. The number one thing anyone who lives in LA knows is do not leave your especially small dogs unattended. I knew that when I lived there and I lived in mainly apartments. Like even when I lived in that house, you remember? Like I would not just let her, she roam the neighborhood or something. Absolutely like, That's not. Coyote Central. Like you would never do that. Oh my God, side note, do you remember that? That stray dog that we- Toby? We're obsessed. I'll never forget. Oh, Toby. Is that his name? I don't remember. I have pictures of him. He was the cutest thing in the Literally, world. that was that was my favorite moment of life. Um, but the thing with Logan is he's rich as fuck, right? So he's just getting pets to get pets. That's just obvious. And he's also dumb. And those are bad mixes, like money and being dumb. And, and then so like he, for instance, you remember Maverick? Okay, so Maverick was like, he made merch off of Maverick. It was like this parrot, right? And or was it a Maverick? Is that the type of bird? I, I, I have no well, idea. Well, he had a bird. I remember the bird It was colorful about, but... and could have been a parrot. Maybe that's the same thing as Maverick. I don't know what the fuck that means. But anyway, he had a bird and it was like the center of all his merch. Then he bought this like dog that the breed is specific to like hunting dogs. Well, and it's like one of the largest dog breeds that exist. It, yeah. So here's my another thing that that is a perfect example of is if you look at the pets he gets, he doesn't get pets because it's like, I want to go get a dog. It's like, I'm going to go get the biggest dog there is. I'm going to go get a pig because like not most people have pigs. Like he tries to get the most outrageous, cool thing that everyone's yes. going to be obsessed with rather than focusing on the well-being of that animal. So he got this dog. The dog's name was like Ginger, I think. And it's fucking huge it is ginormous and it's like if you want to get a big dog or you want to do whatever i guess whatever do do you but maybe don't let your bird free roam around it because the fucking dog ate the bird for fuck's sake you have got to be shitting that me. one's so bad because that's like exactly i'm like if you want to get a big dog that's fine but maybe you shouldn't get a big dog that's gonna attack the pet you already have maybe it's unreal because then his i need to find the clip I'm not going to say it's a fake apology. I don't think he's glad the pig died. Or I guess that pig didn't die. Actually, he denies there even was a second pig involved or something. Or he's like, from what I'm hearing, there was another pig. His whole thing is that he rehomed it supposedly to this farmer that seemed really responsible and it was going to be great. But then the farmer moved and then rehomed it too. So then he's kind of like, twice removed, not my fault. And it's like, um, I want to watch what he says about it, but I have a lot to say about that in particular. Yeah. So he seems kind of genuine in this video, but I would also like to note that he's going through a lot right now and he's probably like super on edge, fight or flight and emotional just because of his own like career kind of being in the hands of the people who are all fighting yeah, different. So he's like, stressed the fuck yeah. out. Basically. So he's probably like, that's going to make it seem like he's super emotional about this, but he could be channeling mm -hmm. that just from his current uh, situation. Right. Uh, the situation sucks. There's no other way to put it. Uh, I found out about the situation Pearl was in yesterday. She was not at the home that I dropped her off at, which I visited myself and left her in great condition. You took her to this farm in Santa Clarita. Do you have any idea when or why that farm where you did take her to be rehomed, why they gave her up to someone else? So apparently that that ranch owner moved to Nevada and could not take Pearl with her. So that homeowner or ranch owner gave Pearl to the farmer across the street. And then, to my understanding, that farmer called the gentle barn to come pick her up. Quick pause. To my knowledge, something, like, I don't, I guess I maybe should look it up first before I talk. But the gentle barn isn't, like, you don't call them, go, hey, I don't want my pig anymore. I guess you could do that. But it's mostly them, like, rescuing them from situations that are bad. It's not, like, take this off my hands. Yeah, I think <laughs> that a lot of animal sanctuaries, they are rescues that tend to, like, specifically get animals from, like, slaughterhouses and certain things of that nature. Because if they became a farm that can just be called when you don't want your animals anymore, they'd be overrun. It's not a pound for farm animals. And, like, I think there's probably probably exceptions to that where they'll be like, yes, we'll take it in because otherwise we think you're going to do something bad to it. But like the fact that he's like, yeah, from he called to have them to 
I don't feel like that's how it works. Like, I just have a big opinion on rehoming animals in general. It's almost never the answer. Almost never the answer. I think that there's select situations where if someone, let's say, like their mental health, they cannot care for an animal, something of that sort. But there's so many times, and I see it on like my local mom group here on Facebook all the fucking time where they're just like, my dog is just starting to become aggressive. So can anybody take them? Like that type of thing. And it's like, dude, when you get an animal, you are getting an animal for fucking life. For instance, my cat scratched my son like I would say like a month ago. He's terrified of her now. She didn't scratch him on purpose. You know when cats get like very scared and they run? I was going to say, can you really prevent that like they, unless you declawed them? Well, they like book it. Like she, when she gets scared, she they just don't, runs. Yeah, they don't do and it so that's what it was. It's just like, it happens. Yeah, so she like ran and scratched him. He's terrified of her now, which like whatever. I'm not going to rehome her for that. Do you know the depression and like the isolation that would follow that rehoming? Well, and then also think of and, uh, what you said earlier. Like pigs are really intelligent too. So that's not like Super. a oh, they won't notice if we just put him in a new pen. Like, And the way that I know that Logan is full of shit and here's what happened. He found a ranch mm -hmm. that was willing to take a pig he didn't want anymore. That's what happened. He said, pigs live on ranches. This person has a ranch. Beautiful. If you had any sort of like actual relationship with who you rehomed this pig to and you gave a fuck, when that person could no longer have that pig, they would have called you. First, I would think you wouldn't leave it with someone where there was even the possibility that they were going to be needing to rehome this. Like, even if they were moving, like, is he moving somewhere with the farm? What's he doing with the rest of the animals? He has. I can't imagine that's the only one. It's absurd because then what you said, like, even I remember I volunteered at um, a dog rescue. I guess actually they had a lot of animals, but in middle school. And one of the big things was that they were like, if you don't want this dog anymore, do not let us find it in the pound or somewhere else. Bring it back here. That was like a rescue. So I'm like, if it was yours, don't you have the attachment to it to want to know? I know. Well, that's the thing. The fact that he didn't get contacted to me says the most out of the story. And the fact that he found out with the rest of the world, the condition in which she was in, like you were mentioning Toby earlier. So Toby is a stray dog that I rescued a million years ago, it feels like now. Um, I was living in LA and he would roam my neighborhood all the time. He almost looked like a Pomeranian mix. I for sure of. have a picture. I wonder of if I can find a picture of him. I rescued Toby. He was covered in ticks. I took him to the vet. I didn't want to take him straight to the pound because I knew that if he was covered in ticks, not medicated, nobody would want him essentially. Like he would have been, you know, screwed. So I took him to the vet, gave him medicine. They took off all the ticks, did like medicated baths, all that stuff. Then I brought him to a rescue. And I literally was like, if nobody gets him, I want you to tell me and I will take him back. That rescue had to call my landlord and make sure that she would allow for him to live there, which by the way, I was only allowed one animal and Hershey was my dog. So my landlord was like, what? No, you're not supposed to have two animals. I was like, we're not gonna have him. It's just that I need to say that I can have him so they'll call me if something happens. Anyway, I called every fucking day to see if he had gotten a family yet and he got a family like that. He was like, they so wanted him cute. like super quick. Toby was a stray dog in my neighborhood. He was not even my fucking dog. I just don't understand how you can have an animal for two years, rehome it, and then not give a flying fuck what happens to it. Like not a picture, not a follow-up, not a call. When the animal needs to be rehomed, you just don't care. Like I don't I'll understand. I'll find the picture of him later. I definitely have one in my photo somewhere. But um, keep playing the interview because he talks oh, about like yeah. how Pearl was treated like a queen when she was with him. It's like, then that's even more Briefly. dramatic. It's like, then you just moved her, like she was living like in a house and then you just moved her to a farm. Like that alone is a little. Literally. <laughs> She's like, am I poor now? Because the way that TikTok went out it did make it seem like you were the person who had abandoned Pearl. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the verbiage they used was uh, she was irresponsibly rehomed. So I, I, the first thing I did was I, I, I checked myself. I, I, I said, wait a second, was, was she irresponsibly rehomed by me? Absolutely not. She was put in an amazing horse, uh, horse ranch where she lived an amazing life for 10 months. When that homeowner relocated and the pigs swiped hands was again, it was something that I didn't know was taking place. And apparently that farmer called the gentle barn to come pick her up. I found this out yesterday and I emailed the gentle barn immediately and, and offered to help in any way I could. I cuddled with this pig. I slept with this pig. She was in my life for two to two and a half years. Like, and she lived the best life ever. She was regularly bathed, ate meals that were like gourmet for a pig, had a 30 foot by 50 foot pen had an apartment of her own like I loved this pig and so yeah seeing that video was, was heartbreaking to me I thought Pearl was in a safe healthy condition and state what made you think that because the last time you dropped her off she was okay because if you haven't followed up for a fucking year you don't know if she's okay I dropped her off in a place that seemed okay okay 
And that's still being irresponsible. That's he's like, like, and I'm they're sorry. fighting no. the verbiage of irresponsibly rehomed. I'm like, oh, in your opinion, it wasn't irresponsible? Well, I mean, she ended up abandoned. So I would call it irresponsible. Even if it wasn't intentionally irresponsible, that's, I think, what he's but hung up on. But that's the thing with Logan. It's never intentional, but he keeps fucking up anyway. So, like, Ugh, sorry. Preach, sister. And I've said, I feel like for all of these, it's like, I don't think he goes into it with, like, super malicious intent, but it's that he's super careless and self-centered and doesn't seem to, like, realize that his actions have consequences, which... Piss, I guess we can keep watching and then I'll get to what pissed me off about okay. how he handled this. It sucks, man. And I want to do everything I can to help. It's why I emailed the gentle barn. And like, I was going to keep this private, but like oh, social media loves to shocking. do what they want and the armchair quarterbacks. <laughs> no shit, you would have kept it private. Not great timing after I know. Crypto Zoo, huh? That's number one. Obviously, you want to keep it private. Number two, organizations like the gentle barn need donations and need people to be aware of the situations and the cases that they take care of. Don't make it seem like they're just out for clout. Like they could have been like YouTuber Logan Paul and really put your ass on blast and they didn't. But like literally they need people to donate and to be aware of the situations that they're taking care of. Otherwise they wouldn't be in business. Hello? About uh, uh, who I am and how I treat animals. I've grown up with animals my whole life. Um, and, and and whenever, whenever, if ever they have to be rehomed, I make sure- You should in. not have multiple animals that need to be rehomed. What about when they literally fucking die? What about when they die, Logan? Like, you shouldn't have a track record of multiple animals dying and being rehomed. Like that is not good. That shows that you are not a responsible pet owner. If you are someone that travels a lot, if you are someone that needs flexibility, animals are not for Especially you. Especially like exotic you ones are. too. Not that pigs are exotic, but like the ones he picks are not like easy to take care of. Well, yeah. And I know birds, for instance, get super attached to owners that like, if you rehome them, they'll like literally pluck their oh feathers out. And it's like really, really sad situation. Oh yeah, it's horrible. They become like severely depressed. And I just think that like, why can't Logan Paul just be like, I fucked up. Like this literally breaks my heart because and I really he has too much other shit hitting thought, the fan right now and he can't let this like he has to but to me it's just like them. you did fuck up pearl ended up in a fucking field with mangled ears like so yeah you fucked up yeah the fact that he's like fighting the verbiage of irresponsibly rehomed and it's like no if she ended up in a field that is all we care about and the reason she ended up in a field is because you did not give her the home that you promised when you bought her and i do want to just say we didn't really um you know get into it <laughs> too much but it all seems way more bizarre when you take into account the situation of his Pomeranian that was beheaded by coyotes yeah. I mean he's absolutely unhinged I mean there's no other way to say it so a coyote again beheaded his dog because of his own negligence because coyotes will do what coyotes do but he didn't even kill the same coyote because he says that he How hunted How the fuck would you know? That's the first thing but the second element of it is that he did it two years later so he says he hunted the coyotes every night and he would just stay out for hours and hours and hunt with a crossbow pause 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 again how would he know to my knowledge that whole story he wasn't there someone told him that they found the dog's head so he didn't see it happen from what i understand he has it on footage you he can't said, his, coyotes like, aren't footage. like I, it's not like that one has a black spot like our coyotes out look the same oh yeah 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 no he kind of when he's saying the story it does sound like he got the wrong guy like the poor guy <laughs> just a random coyote just happened to be there but like he felt like he got like revenge oh my god is that illegal? I mean, I don't know, but he killed it with a crossbow through the heart. A random coyote roaming his neighborhood because he was irresponsible and a coyote got to his dog. Like, so now two animals have to die? I know. Well, that's the thing. I feel like every animal in his care either fucking dies or is rehomed. And like, sir, maybe animals aren't for you. Like, he's like, I've grown up with animals. Maybe that's enough. Okay, let's keep going with this video. Have you heard from uh, General Barn or anybody about how... Uh, Pearl's doing. They have not reached reached oh, back weird. out yet. Um, no. And the other th the other thing they made a they made a fuss about was. Oh, um, they made a fuss. Oh, after they found they, your they pig almost dead. Cool. And I looked into that as well. Uh, Pearl was transferred alone. Because the other so, pig was so, dead. And, and the farmer who I haven't spoken to yet um, denies any knowing anything about a second pig. And I don't know. I don't because know the other pig was already dead. Found or, next or to if, Pearl. If that's even true. I'm not one that literally likes to think too much into things. It's just an obvious situation. Who are we going to believe? 
the farmer that gave up the pig or the angels that rescued the pig and is giving the them the best fact life that he's using this tmz article to attack the gentle barn they made a fuss are you fucking kidding they just rescued your pig that you couldn't take care of I'm just going to do everything I can to continue being a good person and making situations <sighs> right should should they spring up like this one. Like, this was unpredictable. This was unforeseen. And I wish I could have gone back in time and told the past version of myself to not get a pig because I'd be moving to an island in two and a half years. I think Pearl would have liked Puerto Rico, but that's just <laughs> me. Like, I feel like you could you're rich enough to have been able to transport her, and I'm pretty sure she would have been chilling by the palm trees. Like, what the fuck? Just him saying, too, how amazing he treated this animal and all this stuff, it makes it, like, so much sadder to me. Like, that she must have been so confused and not sure why what she did to like deserve that like not to be dramatic but seriously they're very smart how the fuck are you just gonna give them like a hell of a fucking life and then go to puerto rico and not have a care in the world to check up on the pig that you fucking brought but the gentle barn they they cause a real big fuss so fuck them am i right well so yeah even the what the fuck that whole little beat where he tries to like debunk that like there was another pig the opening of the caption for the gentle barn is pearl was found alone in a field next to another pig who had passed away why would the rescue take the dead pig he's so specific about the verbiage he's like they only transported one it's like yeah. So what does that have to do with anything? So again, I think my theory still stands. Piggy Smalls, rest in peace. Oh my God, that would be so sad. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He has a fucking long history of being the worst pet owner known to man. I just think, again, if you're rich and you're busy, believe me, you'll be fine without animals. Like go to a cat cafe or something. I don't know. Go pet, a, go to petting zoo. Like you don't need to fucking have an it's animal. It's such a common thing with celebrities in general to be like, oh my God. I want a puppy and then it's like oh shit I'm going on tour as if they like couldn't have kind of predicted that or like that wasn't their goal some celebrities do like bring the animals with them but usually I feel like it ends up being assistants and stuff that take care of them and that could have even been the case with Logan who knows how well he actually treated the yeah. pig like it's exactly the same as he reacted to the coffeezilla stuff he couldn't just defend himself and like which again in this situation like you mentioned I don't think like, he should have just admitted that he fucked up. The fact that he doesn't just defend himself, but he has to, like, attack other people, too. I was gonna keep it private, but you know how people are online. And, like, stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, people are gonna be I mad. Mean, are you fucking kidding? That's the phenomenon of the internet is just people who have to put it on, like, oh, it's just clout. It's just this. Sometimes people just want to say things, especially in a situation, like I said, a charity that needs awareness to survive, to thrive, to, to have funding. Like, how how are you going to just be pretend that the gentle barn is some random YouTuber who wants subscribers? Well, not like, to mention, no, like, how Logan. rich is it for him to be like, oh, people just want clout when literally that is so obviously what all of his animals have been. He always gets something unusual or something that people are going to be really impressed by. And then he gets over it and finds the next shiny thing in two more years. So I actually screenshotted someone had posted like pictures of all of his animals and it actually didn't include the piggy smalls one. Oh my God. Okay. Well, we should have started with this. Yeah, this sorry. Is, I forgot. I had it until you mentioned that. Okay. So it says Kong, which is the little Pomeranian eaten by a coyote. Which then he killed a coyote over. Yeah. Maverick was eaten by Ginger. Ginger was given away because she ate Maverick. Roly was given away. Looks like a husky. Like a Klikai maybe. Pancake. A turtle. Is that a turtle? Looks like it. Given away. Uh, Pearl was given away. We know what happened to Pearl. Quinn, uh, still okay. Quinn is a dog. So Quinn has survived thus far. CryptoZoo didn't work out. We know that. So basically it's to say he can't do anything right. So the only survivor is Quinn. God bless Quinn. I hope you're okay. So you've had eight animals in the last however many years and you only have one of them. That is a sign that you shouldn't have any more animals. I would, I think everyone could agree. Yep. Even if like one rehoming would have been like, okay, that maybe just watch out like eight or seven or whatever the fuck, unacceptable. Like he should actually never be allowed to have another animal again. I'm just still not over him like taking the route of like, I'm mad too. And I'm like, are you kidding? I totally believe it because it's fucking Logan Paul. I mean, I believe it, like but I'm like, time. fuck. Okay, um, well, that was... <sighs> 
I'm so angry. Shall we end on a lighter note? Please. Okay, so basically Austin Butler has been trending for various reasons. First, at the Golden Globes, everyone has been, and even before the Golden Globes, but specifically it really stood out. He is getting a lot of shit because he just did Elvis, the movie. And apparently everyone's saying that his voice is like still trying to be Elvis, even though it's it's all over. (laughs) He's actually just from Anaheim. <laughs> Wait, what's Elvis's voice? Like country? Like more of like a Southern draw okay. kind of. And it, like more raspy. And a lot of the times I'll hear him in interviews and I'm like, I mean, his voice sounds like he's maybe trying a little hard, but like it doesn't sound that different. But there is a speech from the Golden Globes where it's oh, like, oh, I want to see. Oh, this is a New York Post article. It says Austin Butler's cringe fake voice at the 2023 Golden Globes called out. So according to him, he has spoken about it and he said that he doesn't really notice it, but that for three years, that's all his life was, was like just immersing himself in like being Elvis that he's like, maybe I've just like, am I the only one that thinks that's like very plausible? Oh, and I totally believe it but then I heard this one and I was like oh, <laughs> okay. a little strong it reminded me of there was the guy in high school his parents were from England they moved back to England for like two years and then he moved back and came to high school and had an accent entirety of high school people told him that his accent was fake I think he exaggerated it I would too if I had if I could pull off a British accent faking it all the time I would do it before I watch this Austin Butler thing I have a really good friend Jen Den who's very southern and anytime I've gone to visit her even if it's a weekend by the end I'm talking like her it's very frustrating I'm like I'm not and southern. that's what he says in one of the interviews I saw with him he goes I liken it to like maybe if you like moved somewhere and you start talking like it doesn't mean that it's not cringe I just want to say that but I just mean like I totally see how if he played a character for like years or something like just muscle oh, memory man. that it would all happen. my words are leaving me oh <laughs> Okay, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't I expecting that. I'm not going like, to lie. I feel like it kind of sounds like he's like mimicking oh, my Oh, my word. leaving me. That actually was really a lot worse than I thought it was going to be. I thought we were dealing with some Southern twang. This is by far the worst oh I've God. ever okay, heard it sound. Um, I, I just am so grateful right now. I'm in this room full of my heroes. Brad, I love you. Quinn and I printed out the Pulp Fiction script when I was 12. He sounds like he's from Louisiana. Um, yeah, it's a lot worse than I thought it was going to be. I don't want to like rag on him because I think it's probably a genuine thing that like he tried to be Elvis for so long that he's just doing it now. But it's so it is cringe knowing he's from Anaheim. Especially because people like are, have been calling it out. I don't think he would keep doing it. Like, I feel like he would stop doing yeah. it if it was a, yeah. a purposeful thing. So he's already getting shit for that. And given I think it's like playful shit. I don't think anyone really yeah. cares. It's not that deep. Yeah. But people are also giving him shit for another reason. He did the Hollywood Reporters Roundtable uh, with all of the, I don't know if it's Golden Globe nominated or it's just big actors of the moment, but they do it every year. And Austin shares this story about basically how he has this friend that like kind of manifested his whole Elvis role. <laughs> when you texted me that, and- I had already known that that friend was Vanessa Hutchins because she had done like interviews in the past saying how she told him that he should be Elvis. Exactly. So that's I the first time I saw it, it was someone putting this interview side by side with one that Vanessa had already done like previously. Oh my God, three years ago. So that makes it even weirder that he wouldn't like specify who it was because it's not like she's a random girl. Like it's fucking Vanessa Hudgens and they dated for 10 years. So I was, I was, I don't know, reading for pleasure, The Hollywood Reporter. (laughs) And I was reading about the casting for the Elvis biopic that Baz Luhrmann is directing. And it speaks of how important it is to cast the perfect person named Austin Butler. And Baz says, I knew I couldn't make this film if the casting wasn't absolutely right. We searched thoroughly for the actor that can evoke the singular natural movement and vocal qualities of Elvis Presley. And I'm like, wow. This guy, Austin Butler, what a big break for him. What a, what a, that's good news for this guy. Who is this guy? And then I read another article that this is your boyfriend. Yeah. That's so. Well, congrats, congratulations, thank congratulations. You, thank you. I know, I'm just, I'm so, so proud. This is a huge deal. It, it is, and he's always been so inspiring to me. Like, his work ethic is, it's compared to no one. So I'm always just, like, so in awe of him, and I'm so excited that this is happening for him. And it's so crazy, because last December, we were driving along, and we were listening to Christmas music, and an <laughs> Elvis Presley Christmas song came on. Mm. And he had just dyed his hair dark. He's a natural, like, blonde. And um, I was looking at him and he was singing along and I was like, babe, 
You need to play Elvis. I'm like, I don't know how, but like, I'm, I'm serious, you need to play him. And then January, he was sitting at the piano, he's a musician, and he's playing and he's singing, and I'm like, I, I don't know how, but we need to figure out how you can play Elvis. Like, I don't really? know how we get rights or like what we do, but like, this is you your need to play him. It is your calling. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like, oh, I suggested it kind of in passing. It's like she very specifically was like, that is what before you need to it was out even a concept or like a funded oh, thing. Oh, completely. Yeah. So then here is him talking about it. Oh Wait, no. This is gonna piss me off, isn't it? I I think it will so much. He doesn't shade her. He doesn't say anything bad. It's again, okay. it's not that deep. And maybe she doesn't care, but like I would care. <laughs> Oh my god, let me see. And it's not like she needs, like, Vanessa Hudgens doesn't need, like, a casting director credit or something, but, like, it's just kind of weird, you know? Let me see. So I was looking at Christmas lights, and, uh, and there was an Elvis Christmas song on the radio, and I was with a friend of mine, and, and I was singing along, and my friend, friend kind of looked over at me and goes, you gotta play Elvis. Oh, wow. And I said, oh, I mean, that's such a long shot. You know, I threw it away one, another one of those moments. And then a couple of weeks later, I was playing the piano and I, I never really sang for any of my friends or anything. And um, that same friend was there and I, I was playing the piano. And she said, I'm serious. You got to figure out how you can get the rights to a script wow. and like write something. Damn. <laughs> so again, like I'm not taking away from any of his talent. I, I haven't seen Elvis, but I've heard he's phenomenal in it. It's just like that story. Usually when two people tell a story, it's very different. It's so exactly the same. And then he just leaves out that it was his longtime girlfriend of 10 years that he's happens to also be a famous actress. I know. And and the thing is, he's sitting in front of fucking Adam Sandler, like some of the biggest actors. Maybe he didn't want to like get into like the logistics because now it's his ex-girlfriend, right? They're not together anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, that's the thing. It's like he didn't have to be like, I was with Vanessa Hudgens. But he like, could have been like my girlfriend at the time. Exactly. So it's just like kind of an interesting choice that he made. <laughs> but like leave it to like women for us to see everything that you can be and push you to do amazing things. And then you're just like my friend. <laughs> like, it's just so classic. That's the thing. It's like I, I wonder if she feels yeah, like a little no, I mean. For sure. But like, I know why he didn't get into it. And it's kind of like, it's obviously so dumb, but it is funny because I know if I were Vanessa Hudgens, I'd be like, oh, your friend. I'm your friend. Okay. Exactly. Like, could you imagine? Like, people are probably sending it to her going, oh, you guys are friends. <laughs> what I love about the internet is that if you think you can just be like subtle and like go under the radar for one thing, they're like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like, they just put it on blast. And this is just, well, it's funny. And that's the thing. It's like, generally, I think he's a pretty private person. Like you don't really hear a lot yeah. about Austin Butler. And he now also, I think it's probably another reason he didn't mention it is because he has a girlfriend now too. So oh, uh, like he just didn't want to get out of into like, it. Respect but her, again, yeah. like your ex doesn't have to be like a dirty thing. Like, I don't understand why that would have to be such a controversial thing that actually and especially because she's in the industry yeah i i get it but now that you said he has a girlfriend now that kind of makes a little more sense i don't know i it's so dumb anyway this was a fun journey uh you know some rapid fire topics uh i thought it was good uh what do you guys think let us know and let us know if um jesse's weird for not knowing what a tall boy is this isn't one this Bitch, is a small you little, know nobody knows what a tall boy a, is. this is a short boy it's a little boy everyone knows tiny little boy this is um, just a little boy and yeah, yeah and thanks for sticking with us through episode 30 30 i am kind of turned on mimosas right now i should not have been left alone with it <laughs> yeah we should end it before we say anything else <laughs> honestly anyway we love you guys very much and we will as always see you next sunday or monday or you know, you know. bye